Alrighty team, what is happening? I hope you are all keeping well. There has been a couple of changes since I recorded episode one. I had said originally that I was going to term that like season one. But then I <laughs> remembered that I had two seasons of an original podcast before. So I ended up calling it season three, episode one. And the goal here is to release six of these podcasts um, before starting season four where i'll then be starting to bring in some guests i also said that i was just going to be throwing that podcast up rough and ready i wasn't going to be changing the logo or anything like that and i actually ended up deciding to get the logo set up for it before i launched the podcast so in time hopefully i'll be able to get a nice little intro for this and maybe start sending it away to get sound quality improved but the plan from here is to build as we go so lately enough something that i heard was that if you can't find happiness in a simple cup of coffee, you're not going to find happiness by owning a yacht. So I think finding beauty in the basics is a really important philosophy or a really important theory that we should all be trying to live by. And living in Dubai, you see the relevance of this as well. Like you can see people pulling up to a restaurant, parking their Rolls Royce in the VIP Valley area with a Rolex on their wrist, a Louis Vuitton man bag over their arm and they're walking around the place with a face like a slapped arse. Or you could see, we'll say, influencers being out for in a, in a really fancy restaurant on Instagram. It looks like they're having the time of their lives. They're living their best life. When in reality, when you see what they're up to, they've taken the same photo a hundred different times and they've spent the majority of the time in the restaurants glued to their phone. But I think finding beauty in the basics is particularly relevant when it comes to your health and fitness journey too. Like as a coach, Nine times out of ten when I'm out at a social event or I'm out at a brunch or whatever the case may be, I will always get asked a couple of questions that are related to health and fitness. And between that and the questions that I be getting in my DMs and the questions that I be getting when I put up a question box, there's always a common theme. And that's that people are overcomplicating what in theory should be a relatively simple process. And people are focusing way too much of their effort on things that in reality are going to make a minuscule amount of a difference and it's certainly something that I've been guilty of in the past myself is trying to almost major in the minor but everything that I do now within both personally and within my coaching philosophy is all going to be centered around finding beauty in the basics and I'm going to break this down into a couple of different areas and I suppose the most obvious one to begin with would be the training side of things. Now, I work entirely with general population clients, predominantly with teachers. I don't work with any professional athletes. I don't work with bodybuilders, etc. And the vast majority of you listening to this will fall into that bracket. And for the vast majority of people, getting proficient in 20 to 25 different exercises is all you need to make phenomenal progress and of course the way that these exercises are grouped together and the way that they're spread out throughout the week what type of a split that you are following is going to have a certain amount of relevance but for the vast majority of the population if they got a good training plan and they just use that training plan consistently and showed up with the intention of improving what they had done the week before and they focus on executing each exercise with absolutely perfect technique, they would get phenomenal results from that alone. And it is very easy to get caught up in, should I be doing high volume? Should I be doing low volume? Should I be doing high intensity cardio, low intensity cardio? Am I not training for 
my certain body type when the reality of it is people just don't stick at one method of training for long enough to get the desired result they'll show up they'll do a random bunch of exercises they'll do it with piss poor technique and they'll just show up and go through the motions rather than trying to progress on what they had done in the previous week and then after two or three weeks you convince yourself that this isn't the right kind of plan this isn't working i need to try something else and then you just don't give it enough time to get the desired result. And I'm a firm believer that regardless of your age, your gender, your body type, the vast majority of people will benefit tremendously from just doing the basic things right when it comes to resistance training. And that is prioritizing your compound movements, showing up consistently and showing up with the intention of getting stronger than you were the previous week. And then once you've done that consistently for a sustained period of time, then you can start wor worrying about the nitty gritty of like the programming, the exercise selection, the periodization. But until you've stuck with it for a good six or 12 months, all of that is completely unnecessary. When it comes to nutrition, again, people try to overcomplicate what should be a relatively simple process. And I mean, simple in theory, because diet is always going to be one of the harder elements of this whole process as well. And again, this is completely understandable because there is a lot of noise out there at the moment. But one thing that you need to realize is whether you do keto, paleo, intermittent fasting, the flexible dieting is all going to be completely irrelevant if from Friday to Sunday it's just an absolute free-for-all where you eat and you drink all around you. And if you're listening to this podcast, you already know the relevance of a calorie deficit. But then people get too wrapped up. And when I say people, this these are all things that I've done myself as well we get too wrapped up on how many grams of protein should I be eating? What should my macro split be? What kind of supplements should I be taking? And when you strip it all back, every single one of you listening to this will benefit tremendously from just doing the basic things right. And the basic things are eat more protein, eat more vegetables, drink enough water, eat more whole foods than you do processed foods. And that alone will get you very far. And like, I understand as well it can be easy to get wrapped up in the, the nitty gritty. But I've only got one client that comes to mind out of hundreds of clients that I've dealt with at this stage who joined the program and was eating enough protein. And if every single one of you listening to this podcast was to think about what you have for breakfast, I'm pretty sure a lot of you would not have enough protein in that meal alone. And that would be one action step you could take from here because the vast majority of us will have carbs on top of carbs for breakfast. It'll either be cereal or it will be toast. Or if you are a little bit more aware, you might be having porridge for breakfast. But what a lot of people will do there is they'll have their porridge, they'll have some fruit, they'll have some granola, and then they might put a squeeze of honey in on top of it as well. And that isn't going to be enough to keep you feeling full enough until lunchtime. And without you ensuring that you get an adequate amount of protein and an adequate amount of fiber, in your first minute of the day, you're leaving yourself open to having more cravings and having a bigger appetite when it's time for your next meal. And whether you eat that breakfast at eight o'clock in the morning or one o'clock in the day, it's gonna make very little difference to your overall progress if you're gonna be drinking excessively or having three or four takeaways each and every week. And the same can be said for supplements. Like I've been that guy before who was spending 150 or 200 euro on supplements each month but yet I was brunching and doing rollovers almost every weekend. Or what I've heard multiple times in the past is, I think I might be eating too many fats or I might be eating too many carbs. When the reality of it is, you might be tracking 
1800 calories during the week but you're only tracking your calories three days every week and you're not tracking your weekends when it comes to sleep recovery and energy management you need to realize that we absolutely thrive off consistency and i just stayed at alicia's place last weekend and her brother had a newborn and that baby was woke up at the same time every day he was fed at the same time every day he was put down to sleep at the same time every day but when it comes then to us looking after ourselves we'll snooze the alarm first thing in the morning we'll go to bed at a certain time but we'll spend 60 or 90 minutes scrolling on our phones we'll go hours on end throughout the day without eating and we'll question then why we're constantly tired or we're constantly hungry and if you're one of these people who foam roll or use massage guns on a regular basis please just stop it's something i did for years as well but if you focus on getting enough protein making sure you're getting your seven to nine hours of sleep per night that's going to do so much better than you spending countless hours rolling around on top of a little cylinder of foam and when it comes to life in general like if you want to live a better quality of life if you want to be happier it simply comes down to doing more of the stuff that you enjoy on a regular basis. And I am incredibly fortunate to be able to do a job that I'm absolutely passionate about. And I know that not every single one of you listening to this will be in a position where you can just up and leave your job and follow your passion. But if you're doing something that you don't particularly enjoy, that just highlights the importance for you getting clear on what it is that you really enjoy doing and do more of it in your spare time. And I actually read a book in the past 12 months. It was a book called Flow. And it highlighted the importance of having a hobby in life. And at the time, my hobby was my job. Like, I loved training people. I was on the gym floor for seven to eight hours a day. And my hobby was also training myself. But I was getting nothing outside of that. And to be honest, I was on the verge of burnout for quite some time because I had nothing outside of the gym or outside of training. And it wasn't until I started to pursue a hobby. I tried out a bit of golf. I really got into that. I tried out a bit of MMA. I realized that after so many years outside of playing a contact sport, I feel like I'm made of glass. So I didn't keep that up for too long. Uh, but I started playing a little bit more golf I started to get clear on doing things that I really enjoy and for me that's spending quality time with friends and with family and when I do more of those stuff more often I am infinitely happier so if you've made it this far in the podcast one thing that I would love for you to do is stop trying to major in the minor and start trying to find the beauty in the basics thank you so much for listening